The needs of man are what pull out of God new wine. And this is the message tonight. Our church, this church of this time, you and me, we must become a church that adopts a design that is fit for new wine. That we are constantly able to adapt. We are adapting. We adapt to every change of the needs of man so God can give us new wine. Then we adapt. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Within the history and the life and landscape of the Lord's church, doctrine is extremely significant. We're talking about teaching. We're talking about instruction and the ability to create our paradigms of thinking and our paradigms of life itself. My assignment tonight is to be a witness. My assignment is to deliver a good doctrine and a true testimony of Jesus. As you begin to understand the power of doctrine in your life and over your actions and the thoughts you think about your very existence, I believe that your inner man will begin to hunger and your very soul will begin to cry out to the Lord, Lord, give us good doctrine. In the kingdom of God. Very quickly, let us uh, now direct our attention to the word of God. Would you please look with me at Matthew chapter number 9. I'm going to read three verses in your hearing to give reference for the message tonight very quickly. Verse number 17, then I will jump down and read verses 36 through 38. The word of the Lord reads, Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break and the wine runneth out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. Verse 36, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest, he will send forth laborers into his harvest. I want to minister to you from the subject, capacity to care. Let's bow our heads before the Lord. Father, in the precious, most holy name of Jesus, we reverence and honor you for the privilege to stand before you in this holy place. Anoint us now to speak your word. Let your voice be heard in this house tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Capacity to care. We begin tonight by defining capacity. In the context of this message, capacity is the possession of the depth and breadth of resource to adequately, effectively, successfully address the need of the situation before you. Capacity has to do both with quantity and with quality, what we would call integrity. You can have a great quantity of resources, lots of money. You can have lots of space, lots of people, 
But if those resources lack the appropriate quality, you may still not have the capacity to be successful. You can have superior quality, excellent skills, can have phenomenal ideas, outstanding people. But if the magnitude of the work requires that those things be stretched too thin, you may still not have the capacity to succeed. In every era of time in the church, it is the church which is called to possess the capacity and to be the vessel of God's ministry in the world. In every era of time, it is the church that is called to be the vessel of God. Paul says it like this in Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory where? In the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end. And so we who have been called to be the church of this time need the capacity to carry the breadth, the length, the depth, the height of God ordained for this time. That is the capacity to care. When we reference terms like breadth, length, depth, height, we are talking about the concept of design and this is what Jesus is dealing with in Matthew chapter 9 beginning around the verse verse number 14 he is sitting down to eat in the man's uh, in a house of a man named Matthew while he is sitting down the Pharisees the disciples of the Pharisees and the disciples of John they come to him and they say to him why is it that the Pharisees fast often and the disciples of John, they fast often, but your disciples don't fast. The, the issue with their question is actually not with fasting, but rather with the notion of, everybody say, equivalency. At the root of their questioning is the challenge. Why aren't you teaching them to be like us? That's what they're saying. And the answer is because they are not called to your world. And if I build them like you, they will be unprepared for the world that I, Jesus, the new wine, am creating and calling them to. But the disciples are saying, the Pharisees are saying, why aren't you building them like us? And the Lord answers, they are not like you. They're called to a different time. Stay with me, everybody. It is feeding time for them. It's not time for fasting. They are children. It's time for them to be fed, not to be fasting. Jesus is teaching them that I am the new wine, and they are new bottles. 
Nobody, neither them or you, even knows how to deal with me. Yet, at this point, you are, are, are seeing me in the paradigm of the Pharisees, of Moses, of Elijah, of John the Baptist. You don't even know how to process me, and neither do these children, because I am a vision unseen. I am something you have never seen before. So to believe that I'm going to produce my disciples like you is to equate your calling when it's not equivalent. Are y'all with me? When the time comes and I am taken from them, then they will fast because I will have built their capacity and solidified their design that will allow them to fast. He teaches them that you don't destroy a new thing to repair an old thing. When you, when you have a new shirt, you don't cut the new shirt to, to repair an old shirt. What you do is you allow the new shirt to become the shirt. You repurpose the old shirt. Everybody get me? What happens is when God gives new wine, the old bottle has to, everybody say, adapt. When you assign the new bottle to its mission, it helps the old bottle adapt to a new purpose. If the old shirt is ripped, you don't cut the new shirt to repair the old shirt. You, you cause the old shirt to become a towel. You, call, you help it adapt. And then when the, the old shirt adapts, it becomes a new thing. And when it becomes a new thing, it's ready for new wine. You don't put new wine in old bottles. You got to put it in new bottles. So when God says, I'm ready to give new wine, he gives the new wine into the new bottles. And when the new bottles get the new wine, the old bottles become something else. And when they become something else that's new, they get new wine. So it's a continual process of everyone staying with a moving God. Everybody say adapt. Now, the impetus for new wine. What makes God give new wine? The impetus for new wine is the need of man. The need of man. You see this in a correlative scripture in Mark chapter number 2. Same story, same account. The Bible says when David and his men were hungry, when they had a need, they went into the temple and ate the showbread. Now the showbread was only for the priests. But when man has a need, God gives sins a new revelation. He says, now, if, if there's a need for my son to eat, forget about the old revelation and feed my son. When mankind has a need, it causes there to be new wine. God shows up in a new way because God's response is to the need of man. That's what you call visions unseen. When there are needs that mankind has, then you will see unseen visions you will see sights of God that you never saw before and that's what we're talking about tonight everybody say adapt yeah. hallelujah that is the essence of Jehovah Jehovah is I am that I am he is the constancy is only who he is but what he is can become anything 
if you need him hallelujah and the spirit of Jehovah is the spirit that we need we need to be able to become what is needed by the world and the man that God loves let's finish up right here the needs of man are what create visions unseen the needs of man are what pull out of God new wine and this is the message tonight our church this church of this time you and me we must become a church that adopts a design that is fit for new wine that we are constantly able to adapt we are adapting we adapt to every change of the needs of man so God can give us new wine then we adapt and God gives us new wine God we adapt we adapt and once we have the adaption what happens is our constancy in God remains the same but our capacity is infinite the church can be anything according to what is needed by the men that God wants to save we can adapt we don't have to look like this it don't have to be like this some of y'all can be sitting up here and we can be preaching from back there we can be preaching from over there because we can adapt to whatever is needed because we are in the spirit of Jehovah whatever I am you whatever you need I am I am I am that's the spirit of the church and that's what the Lord is, is saying when you look at Matthew chapter 9 I got to finish up here when you look at Matthew chapter 9 when Jesus is in the house he's eating they come and they say they ask him a question after he asks, answers this question somebody else comes and says my daughter is she's dead can you come heal her Jesus stops eating gets up and walks as he's walking some lady comes by and grabs his his, his, his garment she wants to be healed he heals her when he turns around he has to go to the man's house he goes to the man's house he lifts up the daughter he says daughter be made be, be, be made whole she comes back to life Susie walks out the door two blind men come they come and say Lord we, we're blind we, we, need, we need to be whole after he heals them as he's healing them somebody else come and say this guy is, is possessed with a devil do y'all see what happened the need there's so much need and there's not enough capacity that's what the Lord is saying he, he said I can't do it all I am not fit to do all people pulling on me all over the place and the same is true right now we're living in a time of unprecedented need there's an abundance of need in every one of your communities in your workplace in the in the in the political arena in the media in sports there's needs all over the place so the church needs capacity somebody say capacity we got to be able to meet the abundant need of the people that God wants to save and this is why we need the quantitative dimension of capacity I talked about quality but quantity means we need more of you that are fit to go out and lay hands on the sick we need more of you that are fit to go out and preach the gospel capacity we need more of you that are building new things that can carry new wine this is not all the church is meant to be it's great for us to have services but the church can't just be services the church has to be industries the church has to become businesses the church has to become curriculum the church has to become process adapting to 
the needs of the man that God wants to save. And if we can build additional capacity, then we can answer the prayer of the Lord who said the the labor, the, the, the harvest is plenteous. It's hard work saving all these people. They got too many needs. They saw the multitude. They're everywhere, but they don't have no shepherd. They don't have people to care for them. They don't have people to care for them. When they need to be healed, they got to run miles to see me. That's not going to work. I need you to be able to go out with my power and my name and my love and lay your hands on the sick. That's called capacity so I'm going to leave you with this sometimes you don't just need better you need more we got what we need we got the name of Jesus you don't need no higher name we got what we need we need more people preaching his name we got what we need the power is here we need more hands to lay hands on the sick so that the power can be transferred we need more capacity don't always think about being progressive how can we make the church service more futuristic we don't just need a futuristic church service we need something that's not a church service at all innovation you need something greater something new that can save the world that can heal the sick that can raise the dead that can cast out devils in the name of Jesus if you understand and believe what God is saying put your hands together and commit your heart to be the capacity that God needs in this time. God bless you in Jesus' name.